Welcome to Geek Square. I'm Mr. Nash. I'm Katie. And, and welcome, welcome all of you. We are glad, glad you're here today. tonight. It, it is Life, life Day, day. which means it's only 364 days, days till the next, next Life Day. day. Um, um, I, I love that you started us out with that clocky, and um, it reminds me very much of in my family every year on Thanksgiving, on New Year's. Uh, we always do this like family celebration, and at midnight we do a toast um, to voting season, the first day of voting season. And uh, for whatever reason, that reminded me of the first day of voting season. I can fix this. He can fix it. I just fixed our sound. Now you're not hearing me five times in a row. Um, can you hear us? Yes. Please, Robot Mr. Daps. If you're with us, please let us know. I hope Give we fixed our echoing. Give us a message from regions beyond. The echoing is gone, I think. We're hoping. Yes. Okay. We're looking at the comments. Keep letting us know if there's still echoes. Thank you. Um, anyway, first day of boating season. First Cheers. day of boating season is in like a month and a half. Right? Oh my gosh. We're that close, huh? Yeah. Happy Life Day. Happy Life Day, guys. Um, we watched the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special in honor of Life Day. And we are going to talk about it. But before we do that, if you would like to talk with us, find us on Twitter, hashtag Geeks Corner, or head to YouTube, or just click on the link if you're on thegeekscorner.com, and then you can open up this video and uh, chat with us. And we'd love to chat with you. Glad to hear the sound is better. Um, before we get into everything we're going to talk about in the show, uh -huh. um, we do want to give a plug for Chalk. As ob obviously, as you know, this year is a little bit different. Chalk Walk is virtual. If you would like to, you can still join our team. You can join from anywhere in the world because it's virtual. So Fair. we encourage you all to go to chalkwalk.org slash dapsmagic and join our team. The other thing you can do is on December 2nd, they are having a drive-in uh, movie night. And one of the movies is um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And the other movie is uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, correct. And uh, these are two separate movies, so separate tickets, I believe, for each of those. Um, but those you can go and get. We've got all the details up on Daps Magic as well. And um, and we'd love to see you there. It'll be a blast, and it'll support Chalk, and those are all really good things. So if you haven't yet, joined our team. And then also, we'd love to see you on december 2nd and it's at the brea mall i believe where they're doing this drive-in theater and you can fit as many people as you want in the car um, safely yes safely please. legally 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 and safely and also be covid responsible please yes don't fit a bunch of people that are like not close keep to the people in your bubble yeah that's right. All right. Let's move on to the show and everything that we are going to cover tonight, I hope. And uh, let's get started with the Week in Geek, huh? Let's go. All right. We start off this week where, well, really, we're going to start off with Lego Star Wars. Uh, Lego Star Wars Holiday Special came to Disney Plus today, and uh, we watched it about an hour and a half ago. And uh, Steven's suggesting everyone brings their own clown cars to... Uh, <laughs> To the drive that would be really cool bring your own clown car that'd be great <laughs> but yes we watched the lego wait no lego star wars holiday special and i don't you know were why there, that's and so you were hard there. for me to say it's true it is hard it um, is what was your initial thought of lego star Before wars holiday special it. uh let's do both what did you think going into it? And then what did you think leaving after i don't know once that i had it? that high of expectations um Mainly because I know that there can be a lot of uh, 
discussion discourse is what i was looking for discourse over star wars um and so there's always a part of me whenever there's new star wars content that's very worried about new star wars content mm-hmm. because even if i like it there's going to be someone telling me i'm wrong uh, which is always fun Which i'm sure will happen with this too i'm sure it's gonna happen with this too of people telling me why i shouldn't like it and whatever i don't care i thought it was very fun um after i watched it it had a lot more heart than i was expecting um, it also felt like very genuinely fun Star Wars to me. Uh, mm-hmm. It was all the good parts of Star Wars. It's all the reasons why everyone likes Star Wars. Mixed in with Lego because Lego doesn't Lego. take itself too seriously. Which was perfect. And um, it very much reminded me if you've played any of the Lego Star Wars games, actually any of the Lego character games, mm-hmm. um, it had that similar feel like they kind of have that humorous approach to storytelling. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that they took that approach with this. Um, It was interesting is in the Lego Star Wars games or whatever, if you've ever played them, um, usually the characters don't actually speak. They just kind of make like noises that that sound like their voices. And um, I did like that they actually were speaking in this and I felt like they had a good voice cast. Um, Voice cast was very talented. Yeah. Um, I thought the storyline was much better than I was expecting. Mm Mm-hmm. And it made sense. And um, like it was interesting because I don't think this is considered canon in any way, but it didn't actually mess up anything that is canon. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it took things that are now canon in the Disney's Star Wars universe, whatever you want to call that, and ran with it and just built on the world that's already been built and and played within that realm. And they literally pulled from every iteration of Star Wars yeah. out there, I think. Yeah, uh, did they pull from Clone Wars, the series? Yeah. Okay. I mean, indirectly. Okay. No, and and that was what was very fun, um, is that obviously I have not watched Clone Wars or Rebels, uh, but I still thought it was very, very fun. And also I'm going to work on watching Rebels, I promise, Um, especially with Mando. I'm going to work on watching Rebels. Uh, But it was very fun as a Star Wars fan. Even if you're a very casual Star Wars fan, you're going to look at it and go, hey, the thing. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of those moments. Um, Also, if you're a fan of Obi-Wan saying hello there, you're going to have a great time. (laughs) I screamed multiple times. Um, Steven says, I apologize if I ever told you you were wrong about a Star Wars opinion, Katie. Mr. Daps, I do not apologize for insisting that churros are better. That's that's See, fair. That's here's, reasonable. Here's the thing about you, Stephen. <laughs> I'm going to call it Stephen. Stephen is a very, very wonderful fellow. Um, there is a difference between disagreeing with someone's opinion and telling someone their opinion is wrong. Um, I have a lot of very wonderful friends who disagree with a lot of my Star Wars opinions. And that's fine. I like healthy discussion. I like not living in an echo chamber where all of my like opinions. Like the beginning of the show. We're like echo, <laughs> echo, we're echo, echo, echo. Yes. Um, where not all of my opinions have to be correct or whatever i like to hear other people's opinions my problem is when people just come up to me and go no and you're stupid for liking the last jedi that's where the problems come from people let people enjoy the things they like you can have healthy discussion if it's invited but you don't need to like say your opinions and tell people that they're wrong stop the count <laughs> that was good that was good um and i immediately went to sesame street also so I, I don't know there's many ways you can go there um no i think katie's totally right and i actually really like there's a guy named dan z who runs a podcast called coffee with kenobi and he always says we can disagree without being disagreeable mm-hmm. and and i love that and i just think um i think that's a great way to do it um one of the highlights for me 
for this particular program was actually the soundtrack. I thought it was a phenomenal soundtrack. So good. And I shouldn't have even questioned that it wouldn't be because it's Star Wars and Star Wars always has good soundtracks. Like you go from, you know, day one, A New Hope to The Mandalorian, Rebels, Clone Wars, like they all have had slightly different flavors through the years, but they're all really good. And and this was no exception. And it was it pulled, gorgeous. Yeah, it had, I think, a couple of, of new themes I heard, but a lot of it was pulling from other themes from across the Star Wars universe. And um, and it was really cool to hear music from The Mandalorian right next to John Williams' music. Yeah. And, and that, that was fun. Yeah, that to me was one of the more... Uh, I don't know, exciting parts for me of the show. Um, I was kind of surprised we didn't go more places. I agree. Like I was kind of expecting to go more planets or something. I don't know what I was thinking exactly, but um, it really was a fairly contained story without giving away too many spoilers, but, but it went a lot of places. Yeah. Like it, it went to a lot of things. Um, it's very fun. So the, the really important thing to note now is now that Katie has seen the Lego Star Wars holiday special, we absolutely have to do a DAPS watch of the Star Wars holiday special, which you can watch on YouTube. It's not on Disney Plus yet. Is it the same length of time? I wonder, I wonder if we could like, you know how you can go on Disney Plus and suggest... Oh, gosh. That would be funny. I'm sure people have done this before. I'm sure they have. They've also requested um, The Muppet Show in its full... Yeah, I have um, two of the seasons, I believe. But I will say that it does work because when Phineas and Ferb was put on Disney Plus, everything was out of order for some reason. Um, it wasn't even in production order because Dan Povenmire has said that it wasn't even in production order. Um, it was just out of order for some reason. So everyone used that feature and said, please put Phineas and Ferb in release order and they fixed it it took like a month after disney plus released and the simpsons they fixed also that's true they did fix that as well yep um so it'll work i think there's probably just a licensing nightmare involved with the holiday special but i don't know if it's a licensing thing or uh is it a deal they made with george lucas when they purchased like it could be a respect thing Mm. so i have all three seasons thank you clocky because i was thinking about that i was like i think i have three um i have three seasons of the muppet show i've never seen the original muppet show it is fun it's all on dvd though and i don't hook up the dvd player very often you can use you can use hey i don't know if you know this oh yeah you have a ps4 in your living room mr daps himself has a playstation 4 it's mine it's my PlayStation. There was a 4. really cool Star Trek game on it at one point, and it was so awesome. You've also played Battlefront. Yeah, but I am actually going to say I might have enjoyed the Star Wars or Star Trek one oh, a little uh, bit more. That's fair. Like I w- just, it, it kind of went where I wanted it to go. And Battlefront, I felt like I'd done before, and so um, like they were both great games. But anyway, we didn't know we were going to talk about video games tonight. Surprise! Uh, <laughs> they know that I just read a. Uh, an article that said people who play video games in general are happier in life. I don't know. I don't think it's people who play them 24 hours a day necessarily. It's just people who play them. I mean, it could be like people who play golf are also prone to something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just, sometimes I go off on tangents in my own head. Mm -hmm. It's all good. 
Um, anyway, we're going to have a holiday watch for uh, the uh, Star Wars holiday special. Tweet at us if you would like to watch it with us. It'll probably be a Sunday night if I had to make a guess. Most likely. I think it's going to be very fun, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm... if enough people want to do it and there's a different time that's better, we'll try to make it work. But um, but it'll probably be a Sunday night. I just had this really funny image of my head because um, I, I work a lot, as if you all didn't know that. Uh, I just like to imagine that we schedule it on a time that I'm busy and I'm just at work. On your phone, like running back to like, oh, where are they at now? Um, I do think, though, to do this right for the holiday or the DAPS watch of the holiday special is anybody who's part of this needs to wear a ugly Christmas sweater or holiday sweater and then tweet that at us. So like we can have like since we can't all watch together, that way we can kind of all be together and then we'll make a collage of everybody who watched wearing their holiday sweaters i really want a star wars ugly sweater now but um, i got mine at target there we go we'll have to look target Um, actually has a lot of good ugly sweaters there we go so i want a porg one i don't think they have that and also any sweater with a porg on it is automatically ugly so life hack works for me (laughs) uh (laughs) they did we went to uh downtown disney this weekend though i thought you were and they have uh you know, the Disney version of the ugly sweater, which really isn't ugly. Oh, yeah, that sweater. It was $111, $110. Something, it, was, it was a ridiculous It was like $110 to $112. It, it looked like a nice fleece jacket, it but it was not very worth. comfortable. But I, I was shocked because I was like, oh, I might get that. And then I saw the price. I was like, oh. I thought it was going to be spirit jersey price. And yeah, then it was yeah, like that's... winter coat price. And I was like, oh. Well, it was like Epcot Norwegian pavilion price. <laughs> That's, that's like, good. That's what it is. That's good. Because I right. always walk through there and I'm like, I love these sweaters. Every one of them are perfect. And they're all expensive. And then I look at the price and I'm like, and that's why they're perfect. That's why. That's what happens every time we walk through the Norway Pavilion. The Norway Pavilion is a wonderful place. All it's right. Magical. So uh, another thing that happened this week, let us know in the comments, first off, what you thought of the Star Wars, Lego Star Wars holiday special. And also when you'd like to watch the Star Wars holiday special. Let us know. Um, but this week we also learned um, of about or about a lot of the upcoming projects that Disney has coming um, that are still happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josh Diamaro did a presentation earlier this week at the IAAPA, I believe. I, yep. You yep I got it. Expo. It was yeah. a virtual expo this year. But we got to learn um, about what's still on on tap i guess you could say for disney parks and um obviously there were some things that were of no surprise Mm -hmm. and then there were some things that were i think a little bit surprising um but uh it was cool to kind of get a i don't know a grounded feel for where disney's at and where it's going compared to where we were a year ago for the d23 expo and um for example like for epcot we now know that basically the two things they're really promoting is the ratatouille attraction Mm -hmm. and the guardians the galaxy cosmic rewind yeah like and and uh space 2020 like those are the three things that 20 what is it space 220 220 sorry i it's okay 2020 everything's 2020 now yeah but we know those are still happening we know no surprise avengers campus is still happening um harmonious they talked about coming to epcot as well obviously still happening um no timeline though Um, i did find it interesting though is disney parks blog linked to an older uh post 
about Harmonious and it said it was coming. I think it said coming sometime in 2020. And that clearly was scrubbed from the newer, um, the newer article, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see when Harmonious actually comes. And we got to see that really cool circular barge thing. That's going to be some sort of an effect. And I have no clue. Like, are they going to put led in the middle or like, I don't know. I think it'll be super cool. Um, we got to see some videos of what Cosmic Rewind will be like. I thought that was the funniest. Just here's the attraction, but with no building on top of it. Yeah. It was very fascinating. Um, well, and like the thing that popped into my head was imagine if you had like 3D goggles on. You could literally do see, anything yeah, in that yeah, space yeah. or change it. No, you're completely right. Um, I just thought it was a very funny video. The thing that I am interested in, and this is in regards to Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. the Galactic Star Cruiser. Yes. Listen, I'm I will listening. start by saying I understand that it's supposed to be a cruiser. I understand that it's supposed to be a cabin. Those spaces are way too tight for my comfortable level. <laughs> um, I'm curious how big or small they actually are. Yeah. Um I mean, it was already going to be too expensive for me, so I'm not going to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going now. I was never going to go. I don't have that type of money. Um, but even if I had that type of money, I was like, I don't know how comfortable I would be. How much do you think it's actually going to be? Uh, I know I've so said it's two days, two nights. Yeah, I know I've guesstimated before on the show. Um, and I'm probably going to contradict whatever I said in the past. Um, I'm going to guess. It starts at three thousand. For the trip. Per well, person, obviously. Hmm, I'm hmm. I don't know, because it is all inclusive, correct? Your food and all that so stuff. So in is, the top of my head. I'm saying five thousand. Yeah. For two people, because mm-hmm. I'm gonna assume that it's gonna be they're gonna say like have two per two people per cabin or something. Yeah, yeah. And then if you have four, it actually like lowers the price maybe a little bit. I'm gonna bet you're right with five grand and it's like ten grand for the two people. Which is crazy because that's twenty five hundred a night per person. And like I was saying, I don't have that type of money. So me saying that, but if I did, like if you did have the money, would you go? No. Okay. Well, I would. That depends. The living or the living quarters, whatever you want to call it, does not look comfortable to me, and it kind of freaks me out a little bit. But depending, I'm betting they're the same size as a a little bit bigger than a cruise ship, a little bit smaller than like the Grand, potentially. But depending on how good and immersive the experiences are outside of that. Cause you're at, really at the end of the day, you're not spending a lot of time there um, in the room. You're spending a lot of time in the hotel, doing the lightsaber experiences and things like that. Um, droids. I would be very droids. droids. Droid is ready. I'm sorry. I saw Babu Frick and I can't stop now. <laughs> um, I really love Babu Frick, uh, but it's very interesting to me. I'm going to have to see more of outside of the cabins. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all in. If I had the money, I would be signing up day one. Like, I think this is everything that is you were playing Star Wars as a kid. You hoped you would get to do someday because I just think that would be awesome. Um, I do think you could be right, though. The rooms did seem a little bit like I've seen lots of people say claustrophobia could be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. my hunch is, is if you're okay on the cruise ships, you're going to be okay on this. Yeah, yeah. And and I think they've probably accounted for that. So uh, I'm not 
I'm not super worried about it because I just feel like there's enough people that work at Disney that also be like, hey, this feels kind of tight that that I think Disney's really good at taking those things into account. And we actually don't know, like we saw renderings of the room at whatever level. And um, so we don't know if that is like an entry level price or is this going to be like a cruise ship where it's like, oh, yeah, here's your, you know, your entry level price. And here's your your I don't know what you'd have in space, but it's like when you have the balcony <laughs> and then the suite. Like, So here's your balcony. You get sucked out into space. Yeah. Um, but like it's very possible there will be different tiers for the sizes of rooms. Um, and that would be kind of interesting as well, I think. Um, and, and fair, like if, if you want to spend 20 grand and get a suite versus maybe 10 grand and get just in that kind of makes it more accessible to people. And and it could be one of those things where you really do save up for, and you get to be, um, get to experience it. But I can't imagine it being, like it, they can't go too low on the price because it's just going to disappear. Like it's going to yeah, be packed totally. for years no, out. I, I so. do think it's going to be expensive. And I do think that the people that do it are going to be Star Wars fans because mm-hmm. I think also the other thing is I think they're going to want to price out this experience because you don't want a family to stay here and be like, oh, we're just all star was booked. So we got this. Yep. Um, Because then this would be a whole issue of they don't understand the role playing. It. They don't un- all of that stuff. You have um, to have full buy-in. You have to have full buy-in for this to work. And I think that the people that do it and the people that have the money to spend on this are going to love it. And I think that that's what matters is that the people that are Star Wars fans are going to enjoy this and they're going to have a lot of fun. I'm actually backtrack a little bit. And I think it might be a little bit less than 10 grand for two people. Okay. Because I think they're going to try to outprice. It'll be the most expensive place to stay at Walt Disney World Resort, though. Yeah. I was going to say because... I know Caribbean Beach is like twelve hundred a night or something. They're all expensive. Probably. I would take whatever the grand or say, the, the Floridian is and go up a third. I don't know. Hmm. All right. Uh, we learned this week that Orange County is going back into the purple tier, which means that people are not going back inside at restaurants or other places of the like. Uh, what does this mean for the Disneyland reopening? Not a whole lot. Like Disney's already acknowledged in the earnings call last week that it will not be, well, it doesn't expect to be reopening the Disneyland Resort before the end of the year. Um, you know, who knows what will happen with that. I don't actually know that this makes any huge differences from where they're at right now because you're far away either way. So um, until things change who knows? Um, what we do know is that they're still intending to open Buena Vista Street on Thursday. And with that will come the $10 parking fee if you are going to the downtown Disney district. Um, I'm excited about this. I know you are too, but uh, it, it's going to be interesting to be able. I'm curious kind of like how are they going to like what's going to be the the stopping thing that keeps you from going further into um, Disney California Adventure like I'm guessing it's going to be a lot like rope drop. I think they're just going to have ropes. I also think they're going to have very kind security cast members. Um, who you don't think it's going to be the bushes of uh, the wall bushes? I didn't I, even consider that. I think it's going to be the wall bushes. That is hilarious. You've got a point. Yep. You know what? I'm wrong. You're right. That's very bushes. funny. That's good. It's what Disney uses, though. Like, No, they, you're right. They're like, oh, we don't want people to go there. We're going to. Oh, here's our press event. 
put him in the bushes. Yeah, like I, I could see that happening. For and, sure. Uh, what are you most looking forward to on Buena Vista Street? I've said it once. I'll say it again. Corn dogs. No. I know. Chili cheese fries Chili cheese at fries. Smoke Jumpers. It's like become this very strange comfort food of that was what we ate on Sundays. Um, and I really miss them. And I'm excited to eat them again. Um, yeah. So I- I'm also hoping that at some point um, I'll eat at Carthay because I've never eaten at Carthay before. I think that would be fun. Um, but no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the more I've thought about that, though, part of me wants to wait on Carthay until you can actually have the full Carthay experience, okay. um, just because it is the the reduced menu and it's basically all outdoors. And mm-hmm. I think there is something magical to going in and seeing the artwork in there and getting the full Carthay experience. So um, not to say we won't do it, but we might not do it. I don't know. We'll see. <gasps> Uh, bushes are great and all until Homer emerges from one and scares the backstage cast members. Um, and apparently the chili cheese fries aren't on the menu right now. What a bummer. So now there's no reason to go to Buena Vista street. Um, I am curious. How full do you think this is going to be? I'm so sorry. I'm so upset by this news. Um, I feel like I just like lost someone close to me. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to probably be very busy, especially on Thursday. And I think all this weekend, um, I think that the $10 parking is not going to t- deter people. I'm really curious how much that deters. Like, I think it will some people and it's going to be a different group of people that I come agree. in um, because you can get into uh, the di- into Buena Vista Street. Um, I am really curious to see, like, for the repeat people, like, is that going to be something that starts slowing them down? Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. All right, let's move on to something happier to end the show with. Lilo and Stitch is in development again as a live action movie. And um, I'm actually really curious about this. So John Chu is in negotiations to be the director for this film. And it sounds like it'll probably end up happening. My question is. Live action. Stitch. Yeah, I think it's going to be a Lion King live action. I do, too. It's also going to be horrifying. I mean, you're going to have real people. Obviously, that's the easy part. But Mm -hmm. Stitch and the aliens actually don't worry me as much either in general, because I feel like you just Star Wars. And my curious or my curiosity is what is Stitch actually going to look like? Scary. Like, is he going to be a space puppy? That's the thing is I think that if they want the the thing that you need for Lilo and Stitch is that you need the audience to be on Stitch's side. And that's the hard part. That's so Stitch needs to be cute. Um, Like because you need to. I always think of the scene where Stitch is reading the ugly duckling. Yep. And like you have this moment of, oh, he just wants to have people that love him. You feel that because you feel this connection to Stitch. Yep. Um. If they make him a horrifying alien, you're like, oh, my God, get that thing back where it came from or so help me. Uh, you're not going to feel that connection. So you're so, saying they should make a Monsters, Inc. live action. No. Oh, gosh. Whatever happened to Monsters, Inc., the work, the work one? Working pro- oh, Monsters at Work? Monsters at Work. Was Whatever that happened to that? I don't actually know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to all of you to go on this weird <clears throat> tangent. But so you anyway, said, back to Lilo yeah, and Stitch. Back we'll, to Lilo and we'll, Stitch. We'll look into that. He has to be cute. So you said space puppy. I think that's the right direction. Yep. 
Um, he Mixed with space to... kitty a little bit. <laughs> well, because you kind of need the eyes, I feel like, of a kitten. Yeah. Um, I just think, I mean, it could even be one of those things where some of the moments in the movie he's super cute and other moments he's a little bit terrifying, too. Yeah. And that wouldn't be bad either. Um, I am curious, like, how... I mean, it's the same they've done, I guess, with all the live reaction or live retelling of of animated films is like, what do they add to the story? And so I I wonder if they're going to do like an origin story for Stitch that's a little bit more in depth or an origin story for Lilo that's a little bit more in depth, like probably both, to be completely honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just curious what's going to be the compelling thing that pulls you in on this thing that really takes it to the next level. Because they've never just, I mean, they've made a few that are frame for frame remakes, but yeah. most of the time they've added some level of depth for why somebody's doing something or why, you know, what their motivation is. And I'm curious what that's going to be. Because I don't think Lilo and Stitch is a super long movie in general. I don't think so either. And to me, the ones that they haven't really moved further with uh, or like added enough to um, in terms of time, I don't know. Like, I'm thinking of Lady and the Tramp, and I was like, I, I felt like that didn't go far enough. Like, it didn't quite get polished enough. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm very intrigued by this. I think there's a lot of fun things that could be done with it, but I'm also just like, I'm not entirely sure I get it yet. Yeah. And I think with that much CGI, um, there's a lot of risk if you don't really spend the money. It'll be very interesting, for sure. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't be interesting anymore because it is time for the show to end, Katie. We're still going to be interesting somewhere else. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, so what should people do, Katie? Show to AppsFoundry.com. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. Subscribe to our mailing list. Find our Patreon. Also, follow us on social media. We are on most of them. We are on most of them. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel because we have tons of videos that are still going up. We've got live streams, including Daps Watches and uh, Disney Reporter and Disney This Day, where Egon shares what is happening every single day in Disney history. I'm amazed that he can pull this off. It's incredible. It is incredible. But uh, that's enough incredible for tonight. (laughs) That is all the time we have for tonight. So we will see you around the corner. Bye. Bye.